is this doable or is this sustainable? There's a very big difference. Mm. Like we can do almost anything short term, especially if it's for a good cause or a person we love or we know God has said you are to do this. But to live in a zone that's out of alignment with who we're created to be, I think that's when you push yourself into injury. Hi, I'm Carrie Korn, a brand new therapist, and I'm Susan Goss, a seasoned therapist. Susan has been my mentor for years, and we love talking about therapy, faith, and relationships. So join us as we share some tangible truths with you. So welcome back to another episode of Tangible Truth Podcast. I'm Carrie, hanging out with Susan. Hi, Carrie. And we've got a special guest with us today. Holly Garth is joining us. We are so excited, Holly. I am so happy to be here with both of you. I get two counselors myself. (laughs) Not everybody gets that. I'm excited. Well, we're going to set the counseling Holly to the side for a second because we actually want to pick your brain a little bit. We are real life of friends, as you hear Holly say often if you listen to More Than Small Talk. Mm -hmm. And Holly is an author, um, also co-host of More Than Small Talk podcast. And a brand new podcast called The Potentialist. Yes. This is very exciting. exciting. So I know a lot of our listeners are probably familiar with More Than Small Talk because I've Mm -hmm. been a guest on your show before. We've talked about More Than Small Talk before. Tell us just a little bit about The Potentialist. Yeah, we really talk about turning your possibilities into reality and pursuing your God-sized dream. So we, my co-host Jason Robinson and I interview creative leaders who are doing just that. So it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. And I know this has been a big dream of yours because you've always been the chaser of God-sized dreams. Yes, I have. I wrote a book about it way back when. (laughs) (laughs) I still love that message and helping people pursue theirs. That's probably my favorite thing to do is cheering other people on toward their God-sized dream. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, your desire to help people chase their God-sized dream is part of the reason that we wanted to have you on this episode. Because Susan and I have been talking a lot lately about how to just create good balance in our lives, how to find margin. And when I look at you, you are a busy lady. Like you've got more irons in the fire than a lot of people that I know. Yet, those who know you in real life, you kind of have this sense of calm about you where you're really good at saying no and creating healthy boundaries. Um, But I also know that that didn't come naturally to you. It's something you've kind of learned in your life. So we really want to talk to you about your journey on what it looks like for you to kind of create healthy margin and balance. Yeah, I would love to talk about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So has this always been something that's been a part of your life or is this something you have learned? No, it is something I've learned. My natural mode is try harder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I feel scared, I try harder. If I feel anxious, I try harder. Mm-hmm. Like any kind of uncomfortable emotion or situation where I feel like I might not meet expectations, my default is try harder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I learned the hard way that that leads you into burnout. Mm-hmm. So I had a year when I said yes to everything and everyone. I think I spoke 20 times in 20 different cities. Mm-hmm. And in the last conference. I was the keynote Saturday night and Sunday morning. I couldn't stop crying in worship. Mm. And I felt like God said, go home. And I knew he meant get on the plane, go home, take a long nap because you sure need it. Yes. (laughs) But also go home to who I created you to be. Mm -hmm. Go home to how I've designed you to live. And that was an instant process for me, but it was the start of a journey of discovery that included things like counseling, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. talking to my doctor, saying no to a lot of things, changing my work habits, 
making sure I'd supported people in my life. So over a period of really probably two years, I learned a different way to live. And it's it really has changed how I approach my life and work. That's wonderful. Was part of that, Holly, I'd be curious to know, were you more of a people pleaser during that first part, you know, before you had to change more, I'm trying to please people yeah. more than I'm trying to please the calling God had me in at that time. Yeah, I just really got confused yes. about those being the same thing. Yes, mm, yes. Because it started when I became a published author and mm-hmm. people invited me to speak. Yes. And I just sort of said, well, this is what God is calling me to do. Yes. Like, this is the job. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I never paused to ask him, yes. <laughs> right? is it the job for me? That's You know, right. just because it's like that for someone else or yeah. it seems to be mm-hmm. what on Instagram and other places I'm looking at authors and what mm-hmm. they're doing, I just sit and pause and ask, okay, is this going to need to be different for me because mm-hmm. of how I'm wired? And the answer was yes, but I just didn't ask the question for a long time. That mm-hmm. is so good. That is so good because we're all uniquely mm-hmm. designed mm-hmm. and made and created yeah. for a specific calling. Yeah. And a big part of it for me was being an introvert. Mm-hmm. Because I told myself I have to be an extrovert now. Like mm-hmm. I have to change who I am. Mm-hmm. And so we can all go outside of our comfort zone, but I don't think we're designed to live in a way that is out of alignment with the way we're designed. Mm-hmm. And how he created you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And same is true for extroverts. I yes. have an extrovert friend who felt called to be a writer. And so she told herself that means I have to lock myself in a room every day by right. myself. And, and be alone. Yeah. And yeah. be alone. And like, same thing for her. She was like, Holly, I don't think I can do this. And I was like, I don't think you have to do it that way. Like, mm-hmm. you're highly relational. Your writing is probably going to be responsive. You probably need people in order to create content and so I think all of us introvert or extrovert or any other dynamic in how we're wired we can just make assumptions about what is a fit and what's not Mm. and confuse us even with God saying thou shalt (laughs) and and then it gets really complicated uh, and we move toward burnout yes I totally agree so you mentioned comfort zone Right. And I would love for us to have a conversation about that, because I feel like especially in the business world, um, but sometimes even in the church world, there's this pressure to move outside your comfort zone, like push yourself outside of your comfort zone. But I'm hearing you say, wait a second, that's not who God designed me to be. Yeah. So how do we figure out? Because I, I agree that we can't just default to the laziest version of ourselves, right? We have to push ourselves and grow and do brave things. But what's the difference between finding the bravest version of ourselves and feeling compelled to do something that's outside of our comfort zone because it's an outside expectation? Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yep. Dependency on God. Yeah. Versus, Mm -hmm. yeah. Versus outside your comfort zone when you are, on a wheel all the yeah, time, you know, yeah, spinning, yeah. spinning, 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 yeah, and overworked, yeah. And maybe comfort zone isn't the right word. Maybe it's created zone. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Where this is what you were designed for. Yeah. And I think we do have that because God handcrafted each one of us. And so if you're going to create something for a specific purpose, you're going to design it in a way that it 
does what you intend it to do as mm-hmm. the creator. Mm-hmm. And so I think we do have a created zone where our gifts are maximized, where every part of us is able to fully become who we're created to be. And so I think that's what I, I mean by that. And I think there will be times when God says, I'm going to ask you to stretch a little, mm-hmm. you know, just like kind of like a good coach would mm-hmm. like, all right, you know, I need you to go an extra mile on this. And you mm-hmm. think, all right, that's going to be hard. Right. But it's doable mm-hmm. for short term. Yes. A question I like to ask myself now is, is this doable or is this sustainable? Mm. There's a very big difference. Mm. Like we can do almost anything short term, especially if it's for a good cause or a person we love or we know God has said you are to do this. But to live in a zone that's out of alignment with who we're created to be, I think that's when you push yourself into injury. Like if the coach said, I need you to run 500 miles, like you're going to end up with an injury. And so asking, is this doable or sustainable? Like, am I experiencing the pain of challenge or the pain of injury because Mm -hmm. I'm pushing myself too hard? Is this short term or long term? If I know it's outside of my created zone, what support do I need? Mm-hmm. So, for example, now I do speak again sometimes, mm-hmm. but I, the day before and the day after I travel, I block my schedule so I have nothing. I always travel with someone because I need emotional support, even as an mm-hmm. introvert. Yes. Mm-hmm. I need someone who knows I will have to go back to the room and take a nap immediately after I mm-hmm. speak, but I need someone there with me. So, I would say stay in your created zone when you can. When God calls you outside it, have a strategy and know your way home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that because it's there are seasons in our life. And I'm thinking, you know, Susan and I both have recently lost a parent Mm -hmm. and it required us to do things that were not sustainable. Mm -hmm. But we had to rise to the occasion and do it during that time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then there was an end to that where we kind of had to regroup and be like, wait, wait a second. That took too much out of me. Mm-hmm. I've got to come back home, as you said, yeah. and find myself again and, and develop, get back into that sustainable rhythm, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I really had to, at that time, ask God, what does margin look like for yeah. me right now? Mm-hmm. And it's seeing less clients. Mm-hmm. It's changing my schedule. It looks different right now because, um, as you were saying, Holly, you know, what is sustainable for me Mm -hmm. um, and what can I hold versus what I could hold before the traumatic Mm -hmm. event. Mm -hmm. Uh, Trauma looks different for me. Trauma, grief. And that's an ongoing conversation I'm having with Jesus, you know, as I heal and grow myself. Yeah. And one thing that's been helpful to me related to that is to think of our energy like a budget. Yes. Mm -hmm. Our physical energy, our emotional energy. Mm -hmm. So something like losing a parent is incredibly expensive. Yes, Mm -hmm. it is. And so just like if you had a huge unexpected expense in your financial budget, Mm -hmm. you would say, okay, that means some rearranging Mm -hmm. and maybe I can't spend this that I normally would because I need to reallocate. So if we can think about that too, like, okay, I'm going to have a huge expense on my energy in this season. Mm -hmm. That probably means it's okay to say no to more yeah, because you're reallocating those energy Mm -hmm. funds, Mm -hmm. you know, and things like that, just making intentional choices instead of saying, okay, the only option is to have this really expensive thing and keep paying for everything else too. Then we end up in the red emotionally Mm -hmm. and energy wise. 
And so that has been helpful to me to say, okay, how expensive is this? And do I have it in my bank account? What's it going to cost know, emotional me? account. Yeah. Well, Jesus said, count the yes, cost. Count the cost. Count the cost. Yeah. yeah. What a great metaphor. Yeah. I love, I love to hang, <laughs> I love to hang something on a, on a good word picture. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Great, great metaphor. And I, I think that we get hung up on, and, and part of this is, probably culture. Let's be real. You know, our culture tells us that we should be able to do it all. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think we get hung up on that whole, I should be able to Mm -hmm. do everything to show up for everybody. Even if I just had a major expense Mm -hmm. that's taking all of my energy. And so I'm curious, like, how do we fight against that voice in our head that's telling us, mm-hmm. but I should be able to do it all. Mm-hmm. I've done it all in the past, you know? Yeah. And I, you know, like I'm hearing what you're saying about counting the cost, but then I know myself well enough to know that little voice of guilt mm-hmm. is going to be really hard to silence, yeah. you know, because yeah. as I'm choosing, okay, I am going to take it easy. I am going to say no to this. Even if I make the right choice, how do I silence that voice in my head? Who's like, Oh, you're just being lazy. Yeah. You're asking for help again. You're not enough. You're not bringing enough to the table. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. I remember sitting in my counselor's office during that season and she was like, Holly, you say should a lot. <laughs> and I was like, should I? You know, <laughs> Should I not say should? Yeah, but like I wasn't even aware of it. You know, should, must to, have to, ought to. I think that starting just to even recognize that language mm-hmm. when we're using it. Mm-hmm. And then pausing and asking, who told me that? Mm-hmm. You know, because we collect expectations. We yeah. sort of have this inner expectations container that we throw stuff in from our parents and Instagram and yeah. church and that book we read. And like it just goes into this bucket and it all comes out as you should, where it sounds the same. And so pausing to say, who told me that? Like, yeah. oh, who told me I have to do it all? Well, I had that modeled at home when I was growing up Mm -hmm. and I read it in this productivity Mm -hmm. book last week Mm -hmm. and, and then pausing and saying, is that in alignment with the voice of Jesus? Mm -hmm. And if it's not saying, what does he say instead? Mm -hmm. And he says things like my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Mm -hmm. And so I think it starts with identifying when we're using that kind of language and then what's the truth that replaces Mm -hmm. it. And then having people in our life that will remind us of that when we can't feel it. Mm -hmm. You know, I have some friends I'll text and be like, I cannot remember what's true today. (laughs) Just Mm -hmm. tell me again. They're like, you are loved. You're okay. You're doing enough. Mm -hmm. And so I think that can be a starting point. Yeah. I 100% agree. As mm-hmm. soon as you were talking, I was going, family of origin, family uh, yeah. of origin, yeah. family of origin. Yeah. Okay, so unpack what, what you mean what? for the listeners who may not understand when you're doing your family of origin yeah. loop in your head. What do you mean by that? Well, when you're saying, I should, I should, and all the guilt starts coming, yes. you know, that's the home you grew up in. Yeah. So if you didn't do, 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 that right. was performance, 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 and now all of a sudden you're not doing it? Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. So naturally so right uh you're gonna feel guilty yeah uh, we just had a mini therapy session between susan and carrie right there thank you very much because <laughs> as you're saying that i'm like that's true that is the home that i grew up in yeah. we were a very productive based you don't sit you don't stop until it's done Me. it doesn't matter what's mm-hmm. happened you get up and you go and you do mine too yeah mine too i feel bad you're 
No, you're fine. Let's go. Right. You know, uh, and so do, do, do. Yeah. But but it's not enough to just recognize those voices. No. To say, is this true? Right. I always follow God. Is that true? Right. Or is it is it not true? Yeah. What is true? What is true? What is true? Mm-hmm. And act on truth. You know, it really is true in Scripture. The truth does set you free. Mm-hmm. It really does. Yeah. And move and act and speak yeah. in truth. Yeah. And before we started recording, you were sharing with us a little bit, Susan, on what you go back to in Scripture, that Jesus did model this he for did. us. He did. You know, I go back to that because Jesus was always busy. Mm-hmm. That was not the issue, but it was never hurried. Mm-hmm. And what that difference is, is, you know, Jesus did leave miracles undone. Mm-hmm. In, our, in our modern day language, I would say he left sermons unpreached, yeah. if you will. People were clamoring for him all the time. But then he would look to the disciples and say, it's time to move. to the next town. And then he always, in the dawn of the morning, he would go and spend time with the Father Mm -hmm. to be renewed, Mm -hmm. if you will, and to talk about, as as Holly was just talking about, our calling unique to us. But he spent time with the Father. Mm -hmm. And so he modeled time with the Father and what that looks like. And um, and often alone in solitude, totally. pulling away from the people mm-hmm. to do that, mm-hmm. which makes me very excited because that means in some ways Jesus was an introvert. Yes. Which makes the me very happy. perfect balance yes. of all the things. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But modeling that is so, so good. And if he did it and left things undone, why do we think we have to do mm-hmm. everything? Yeah. But we do. Yeah, we really yeah. do, don't you know, we? And which is false. It's a lie. Mm-hmm. And another thing I realized that when I, those shoulds come, it means I'm afraid of something. Mm-hmm. Like oh, that's yeah. the base emotion is fear. Yeah. So saying, what am I afraid will happen if I don't do this? Yes. Yeah. And how do I, what does that mean? And, you know, scripture tells us perfect love casts out fear. Mm-hmm. So that word perfect is about whole and complete. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's asking, like, where do I have a part of me that needs more love? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. because fear is trying to take up that mm-hmm. space. Mm-hmm. And what I need right now is not to hustle to prove my worth, but mm-hmm. to reconnect with how much I'm already loved. Mm-hmm. And so that has been a shift for me that has helped to, that mm-hmm. when I'm afraid, turn toward love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to wrap things up there. Don't tell me we're already done. That feels like a good, a good spot <laughs> because it's, it, it, it reminds us of the truth of like, if we're not operating from a place of love, mm-hmm. right. Then of course we feel out of sorts mm-hmm. and like everything's wrong and I'm broken and the world is broken. Mm-hmm. But to return to that place of, okay, who am I really? Mm-hmm. Who was I created to be? Um, and that there's love there, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that just the most beautiful place to operate from? Yes. And I'm going to add, I'm going to jump in there and say, when we're out of balance, anxious, nervous, and fill in the blank, it's so much easier to believe the lie. Yeah. When mm-hmm. we're in a place of love that Holly just mentioned, and we all are in the line with Jesus, it's so much easier mm-hmm. to believe the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Yeah. 
And I think that's the place that Jesus operated from Mm -hmm. when he went and he pulled away and he got those alone times Mm -hmm. and he was filled up with love. Mm -hmm. Then he was moved with compassion and directed by the father Mm -hmm. to do what he was uniquely created to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that feels a lot better than Mm -hmm. doing what all the people on the Instagram (laughs) we should be doing. Right. (laughs) And they're quick to tell. Uh, Holly, thanks for hanging out with us. Thank you. How can people connect with you if they want to find out more about all of the stuff that you're doing? All the things. Yes. I would love for them to come to my site, hollygirth.com. Okay. And it's Holly with an E, H-O-L-L-E-Y, girth. G-E-R-T-H. All right. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thank Thank you, you. Holly. We love you. I love you too. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Tangible Truth Podcast, part of the KLRC Podcast Network.